This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Ovation Bistro and Bar. Let me tell you, there's nothing better than Ovation Bistro and Bar. I'll tell you what, you got to try their Bravo Tacos. You can get them in chicken, beef, pork, or fish. Not to mention, they're pet friendly. If you want to bring your pet, feel free. They've got an outside patio and the gorgeous weather we're having in Florida right now. There isn't a better time than now to bring your pet down to Ovation Bistro and Bar. Also, don't forget to mention the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce because if you do, you'll get either a free house wine or a Bud or Miller Lite draft for free on the happy hour and speaking of happy hours they've got happy hour all day where you can get two for one wines two for one wells or two for one bud light or miller light drafts johnny how do they find them you can find them on facebook at facebook.com forward slash ovation bistro and also reservations are available upon request give them a call at 863-354-6967 and remember to tell them that the happy Happy hour with with johnny Johnny and deuce sent you Of course, I got my broadcast partner and best friend, Deuce. Slapping the bass. Slapping the bass. <laughs> I, I was listening to some of our other episodes, and every single episode I go, What's up, man? And I'm yeah. like, Okay, I gotta break. <laughs> you need to I've say got, something else. I gotta say something else. Yeah. I, I don't What's care. What's going what on, it is. man? Like, <laughs> our friend Mike yeah. Crawford could do an awesome Mike Crawford part. does the best. He, he does it perfectly. He's like, What up, man? Yep. <laughs> I think that's our next thing we need to do. Have our friends each call into the show and do their best. What up, man? Yep. Because everybody does a deuce impression. Yep. The deucisms are flying. Yeah. And of course, this is the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Every episode of the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce goes on with the happy patented deuce? deuce salute. And Johnny's going to do it for I'm us. I'm going to do time. it. Hold yeah, on. Hold get on. It. I'm getting saucy. Ooh. You hear the bubbles going oh, on that man. one. That's nice. a good old bush light. Drinking yep. man's beer. Drinking man's beer. Uh, anyways, of course, this is the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. We are a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And Deuce, um, cheers, by the way. Yeah, cheers. man. Let's cheers. cheers it up. For all of you at home drinking with us, yeah. cheers, cheers, cheers. I want to give a big shout-out to our friend Marcus Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, he's an awesome dude. He's he's actually been on our show a few times. Um, definitely uh, go back and check out those episodes. Uh, he get, he he's always listening. He's a fan of, of the show as well. He's always listening. He's giving us feedback, which is awesome because we yeah. love feedback from the fans. Yeah, and and especially that- on the Facebook page and the Happy Hour Facebook page. If you're a fan, comment because I can tell you right now, if you comment on the Facebook page, you will get a response for one of us. I can guarantee. We always it. Li- yeah. we always respond to everybody on Twitter, on yep, Facebook, yep, yep. on Tumblr, everything. Since we're on all the social media, and so like I I like I'll ask him, and you know we'll bounce yeah. ideas off him. Like, hey, what did you think about this? What did you think about this? And he said that like. He loves what we're doing and all that. So big shout out to you, Marcus. We love you. And yep. uh, one of the things he was saying is we need to plug iTunes and, and uh, Stitcher more. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. that. Yeah, and this yeah, is a great idea. So he's saying like um, iTunes because I know there's people out there that have the the Apple Android your Apple uh, iOS devices. Definitely, um, you know, rate us and review us on iTunes. That yeah, helps yeah. us out a lot. It gets us out there to more people, and it gives us a rating, a five star rating on iTunes. Helps oh wow! Us I didn't get even more know that people was a thing. That, yeah, yeah. So you wanna you know fi- give us you know give us your feedback, give us your thoughts yeah. on iTunes, review us, um, and uh, subscribe. Yeah. Because you can subscribe as well, and then on uh, Stitcher, which I actually listen to podcasts on Stitcher because I'm an Android guy. Yeah. Um, I uh, d- you know. There's like a little plus sign. I guess you can add that to your favorites. So add us to your favorites on Stitcher yeah. as well as like us on there yeah. and, and give us some comments and feedback and um, definitely do that. Um, yeah. You can find us just typing in both. You can just, just happy hour podcast and you'll happy hour Johnny and Deuce either yep. or and you'll find us on iTunes and you'll find us on Stitcher. Yep. As well, if you go on our Facebook, it's actually on yep. our about section. When you click about, it's yep. all the links are there in the yep. description. So you can find it. Also, just to, to kind of hit real quick, if you go on SoundCloud, because I'm an Apple user, but I actually use the SoundCloud app. SoundCloud's cool because that's our main hosting. Yeah, it's our main hosting site, which is really cool. But the other cool thing is there's a little heart and there's like a reshare button. So you can reshare it with the other people that you're friends with on SoundCloud. Also, you hit the, hit the heart, which helps us out so we know how many people have liked the episode. 
episode. Um, just any of those things you yeah, guys can do definitely. out there it helps us out a lot and kind of gives us a lot of good feedback. So yeah, because like Deuce and I were actually having a pre-show meeting before this, and we were actually talking about you know how how fast it, the show grows if one person shares. Like because Deuce and I will obviously shared our own Facebooks yeah. and, and and Twitters and all that, but if if one of our friends shares, it hits other people and it, it grows exponentially because yep. their friends can share in the show and their and their friends can share. So it's like. You know, growing this thing organically really helps yeah. us out a lot. So um, we just wanted to give a big shout out to Marcus. He's been an awesome supporter and a good friend, and and uh, coming back to do a mailbag. I yep, think I think soon. he wants to. Yeah, we're gonna try to get back in the in the studio for the mailbag episode because yeah. he was an awesome addition for that. Which just FYI, guys, don't forget you can send us mail to hhpodcastshow at gmail dot com because, like I said, we're gonna be doing a mailbag episode soon. Of course, we're always taking mail for. Nerd Lila segments. Which I really yeah. liked. I, I've been getting some feedback from our Nerd Lila segments. So. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of feedback on that, so hopefully yeah. we'll get more on that. So feel free to, just to shoot us an old email. So, Johnny, what's been going on with you, man? Man, I broke my freaking toe, dude. I know. That thing looks like, it looks nasty. It's dude, like the funk. So, like, we've all... Okay, and that's the thing is we're a conversational podcast, and as we kind of pull back the curtain back in our... Um, and we talked about it in one of our previous episodes uh, about you know how we'll do like our pre-show meetings, which we do every yeah, time. Yeah. But we're we're trying to go away from being so stuck to notes. Like we like to have outlines and ideas, yeah. but we're not so like you know we feel like we're constricted and you know we have yeah, to go by this. That, that doesn't work for me. Yeah, and I, it's more natural, more relaxed. Yep. And so we're just talking about everyday life and. We've all stubbed our toes before, right? I mean, we've all gone. That thing is not stuck. That thing's broken. Like, I don't know if you had a sexual misadventure or yeah. what the fuck happened, well, but that thing looks gross. Well, here's the problem. It hurts when you stub your toe, right? Well, no shit, because it's purple. It does. Well, mine, yeah, what I'm just saying in general, like, if you ever yeah, stub yeah. your toe, it yeah. doesn't feel good, but yeah. it goes away after, like, yeah. I don't know, 10, 15 seconds, maybe, or more. Well, let's. Like I said, it hurts when you bust your toe, oh, yeah. regardless. But this is how I knew I broke my toe, was it was like. The pain wasn't going away. I'm like, yeah. oh shit! And all of a sudden, I yeah. started bleeding. My toe started bleeding. The one next to it, the, yeah. the, the I'd say the the ring finger yeah. of the toe was yeah. was bleeding. Because it's I'm, your pinky toe that shot. The pinky toe yeah. is when it shot, and it wasn't going away. And then I was, I took some Advil or whatever, and I didn't think much of it. I just thought it just hurt really bad. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I looked down, and my toe is purple. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I go online, and of course, the pinky toe, you can't do anything at all to fix it. Uh, the other ones you can actually get it set back into place, but the pinkies, the way it's you know made, you can't really do anything yeah. to it. So uh, they go. One of the signs of having a broken toe is it swollen? Yes. Yeah. Is it purple? Yes. Yeah. So it's like all you have to do is just tape tape it to your other toe. Yeah, because that's what I told you to do. I said tape yep. it to the to the ring toe. Yep. And call it a day. Oh man, it's not fun. So uh, yeah. The other thing is you could break off like a piece of a like a, a popsicle stick and kind of make it splint and splint it. Oh, that's with true. The two of them. Yeah, I could do that. You may want to do that. The other thing is. You don't have any boots, do you? You mostly wear like tennis shoes. Um, I, don't, I would say if you had, I any, have a pair of boots. Uh, cosplay you? in, yeah. I would wear your cosplay boots just because they're harder, yeah, and they won't move as much. And it, you don't want the toe to move. Now, tennis shoes because they're soft and the cloth, they're going to move around. I'm telling you right now, you need to get give them kids some damn popsicles, and then just take the sticks and make you a splint. And do it that way and tape it up with some of that you know, <laughs> wrestling tape. Yeah. Speaking of wrestling, yeah. actually, nice segue there, Deuce. That was what I actually wanted to talk about. I I feel I feel weird about the WWE lately. Um, I actually got behind for a while. I was behind on Payback, behind on all these. I was these, way behind. I, was, I mean, I was behind. watching either Raws, but thanks to Hulu Plus, uh, I was able to catch back up uh, to Raw. And you know what's funny? You know, we kind of briefly talked to Josh, our good friend Josh Bauer, uh, about this. How you know how long Raw is now? It's three hours long, and and yeah. it's like that's a long program. And I feel like, you know, I was watching John Cena is great on the mic, but I feel like there's like a good twenty thirty minute segment of John Cena alone. You know, with his talking and then the fight, the fight yeah. after it. It's like I feel like they're, I don't know. I just feel like they're like really trying to like just get as much milk as much time as they can out of each each hour. And I don't feel like there's, a, there's enough wrestling in it. And I kind of like watching the Hulu Plus version because it takes all the crap out. Yeah. And it just gives you the good stuff. Yeah. And I was talking to our good friend Sean. Uh, I was talking to our, our good friend Sean Cook. Uh, uh, he's been Grapple Maniacs. Grapple Maniacs on Facebook. He's actually been on our episode a couple times. Uh, really cool dude. Uh, he he was saying something similar to that to that effect where it's like you know 
you have a conversation on the on the Crapple Maniacs, which is really cool. We were all talking about it and everything, and he they were all talking about you know Raw in general. It's like, you know, NXT is where it's at. NXT yeah. is what people are excited about. The internet wrestling community is where people are really going crazy for. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it, it's funny that you mentioned NXT because that 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 pay per view uh, takeover or no unstoppable, arrival or unstoppable unstoppable yeah. would just came on. I want to say last week. So I watched it in the gym kind of to get prep for this week and just because I actually really like watching wrestling at the gym. It like pumps me up. It makes yeah. me, you know, want to work out. Yeah. It was slow. I think I liked it though. I, mean, I, I loved it. It wasn't. Dude, Finn Baylor, or whatever. Dude, his entrance was insane. His entrance was insane, but there was like a lot of rest holds and there was a lot of like. I don't know. You didn't like, like the Kevin Owens and uh, Sami Zayn fight? That was excellent. That one was good. And the girl fights were all They're excellent. They're all excellent, too. Yeah. I, I, just, I um, felt overall NXT pay-per-views are just more entertaining. They are more entertaining. NXT Arrival still want to – and Sean and, and I had talked about this. NXT Arrival was one of the best like pay-per-views I've seen in years. Like It was excellent. Yeah, um, and I liked it. I guess my – I guess my thing is, and maybe if I watch more NXT, I'll change I watch my it mind. now all the time. Yeah, like there just seemed like there was it was like Raw matches are quick. It's like action, action, it's action. It's edited action. that way too, though. When Raw is live, so. no, I'm talking about I'm talking about when you they have like a they have their segments edit. They have it in this uh, edit is the wrong word. They have it. It's more they structured. They have it timed out that they way. They have it timed out that yeah. way where they're like, all right, you only have this much time. But I felt like with NXT. They, they definitely give them more time. It's just there were parts and matches to where, to me personally, it felt like it was dragging. It like wasn't. They were like I didn't holding think it, each other. I don't think it, it wasn't. It's fast to pace. I don't think I it was. As, I don't. Well, and also you had the the one guy I can never remember his name. The Asian guy that hurt his shoulder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was supposed to be in the. Truck. He was supposed to be in like a three way for the, uh, yeah, the qualifier for the. Uh, uh, to be the uh, no, I thought it was Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and him were going to do a triple threat for the title. No, no, no. I think it was the uh, was Tyler Breeze and uh, yeah, the Tyler Breeze and Finn Baylor. Finn Baylor. Yeah, yeah, I thought that they were going to be like the number their one contender match. I think that's what it was. And he got injured. I thought it was a shoot. I was like, what? And then to find out later, he really so he really got hurt and like the stitches on yeah. online oh, and everything. Wow. Like, I'm like holy crap, he actually got hurt. I just feel like with NXT, we we talked about this before. Anyone anyone that's listened to our podcast, it's like NXT to me is a superior brand. I love it. I think it's great. I, I watch it now. Yeah. There's several ways you can watch it too. You can watch it on on the WWE Network, which is nine nine and nine, or you can watch it uh, on Hulu Plus as well. And which usually what I do is I'll, I'll be watching Raw, catch up on Raw. Because here's what happens, Deuce. I'll go two or three weeks without watching Raw. And then oh, I'll just really? marathon through it. See, I don't even do that. Like, if I don't watch it during the week, I'll just delete it. Like, if another Raw comes on, I delete the last one. Oh, like, okay. I don't keep them saved up. But here's the other thing I do. Like, my Monday night tradition is, because usually I've had a pretty rough weekend, I'll go, you know, to the gym and go eat dinner with the folks, and then I'll come home and watch whatever I want to watch. And then when I'm ready to go to bed, I'll put it on in the bedroom. Um, and then the other thing, too, is because now I've got that whole house DVR box Thank you, Lonnie, from Bright House for helping me with that. Um, but, like, if I'm going to bed and there's nothing on TV, I'll just throw Raw on and just let Raw play while I'm falling asleep. And just whenever it stops playing, it'll just kind of tap itself out. Um, and I do that a lot. So there's a lot of times where I'm – I probably spend more time watching Raw unconscious than when I watch it consciously, if that makes <laughs> any sense. Well – for me, it's like SmackDown's the weakest brand, in my opinion. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Like, there's been a couple good matches, especially with the arrival of um, Neville. Like, he's really yeah. taken over, and, like, he's done really good. Actually, uh, one of uh, – I, I don't remember your name, dude, but he's on uh, the Grapple Maniacs Facebook page. He said that uh, He said that they had a show in New Hampshire that the house shows are different than the actual programming of Raw. You know yeah. how, like, right now – uh, Raw, Rusev and Lana are, are going separate yeah, ways. Yeah. Um, spoilers if you have Yeah, Lana's with Dolph Ziggler. But apparently on the house show last night, she went to help rescue Rusev. I'm yeah. like, that's weird. Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, why would the house show, like, I don't know, you'd want to keep the full branding, the full storyline well, all the way the through. the full storyline, but here's the thing, and, and this will kind of help you out some when it comes to house shows. What WWE usually does is they test things at the house show to see how people react. Because nobody's taping it. So, yes, yeah, spoilers may get out through the dirt sheets and things like that. Yeah. But most people aren't going to know what happened at a house show. So, if they do that and the crowd really reacted well, 
then maybe on Raw they'll try it. But well, if they do it at two or three house shows and nobody's liking this it, this McMahon like, records okay. everything, yeah. he, even his house shows, so he can go back. It's like film, you know. Like he goes back and say, like, this well, prime example when we, when NXT was coming to the Winter Haven Armory, which I swear I don't think a whole more than five hundred people, um, they were filming that. Now they didn't have a full on like super duper camera, but they had two guys with the little shoulder cam. That we're taping it. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, yep. they're taping this little yep. thing. And I know it was to show the guys later and be like, hey, you did good in this match. Or, hey, yeah. this is where you flubbed up. Or, hey, I just, you can fix I this. I love what Triple H has done. I mean, he, he, he he's, takes it serious. He, he takes it seriously. And I and I feel like Triple H is really – he know he has the finger on the pulse. Like, he knows exactly what the, inter, the internet wrestling community, the IWC, really wants. And we want NXT stuff. We want yeah. – because that was one of the things that you and I had talked about episodes ago yeah. was how I the reason I gravitated towards WCW was because of all the cruiserweights and that that division was straight up wrestling and yeah. you went to watch it for the wrestling you weren't watching watching it it wasn't until the inception of NWO that it really got more theatrical but yeah. you know one thing that Mitch McMahon does really well is the theatrics on the storylines. Yeah. That's something that NXT, you know, A, you have a smaller time slot in, in NXT. Because you only get like an hour right. a week I think. So it's like you only have so much time there but like being able to like take these up and comers, and you know, and brand them, and try to develop them, and see what works. It, I love it because it's like their training facility. It's their their triple A, yeah. so yeah. to speak. You know, like they it's go like their and, minor leagues. Yeah, and the fact that Rhino is there, yeah. you know, and Samoa Joe, uh, like yeah. that, that's really going to help elevate that brand. And I, and I think I, it is. And plus, those older guys really help. Uh, I'll give them a lot of like props and help them out. Like I know they were in Philly. I guess a, a few weeks ago, and that Tommy Dreamer I came heard, yeah. over and like fought one of the new guys just to kind of yep. help out. And like, there's a lot of guys that'll come in. Even guys that are on the main roster will come down to like NXT. And well, help even Tyson Kidd was there for a little while. Yeah. Even though he he got back, he was and even Cesaro would go back from time to time. Yeah. And I like that. You know, it shows like, hey, you know, we respect what you guys are doing. We believe yeah. in you, and like, it means a lot. You know, if I was Tyler Breeze, for example, if I was him, which I love his character by the way, he comes off very Zoolander like. Uh, but you, the thing is, you don't know how well they're going to be received in Raw yeah. a, until it happens. Because look at Neville. He was immediately a hit when he came on yeah. to Raw. People were loving him, and he's been stealing shows. But you look at the Ascension. The Ascension just dropped off like yeah. no one cared. Hard. Hard. And, the thing is, and they were good in NXT. They had a huge fan base. loved them, yeah, yep. in NXT. And then they got to the main roster, and everybody's like, what is this crap? So, yeah. you know. Well, that's why I, I'm blown away by Kevin Owens right now, mm-hmm. um, to kind of throw it back here. Kevin Owens, man, that dude is straight up. He is business. He is yeah. straight up business. The dude is full-on 100% heel. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm talking about Attitude Era heel. The dude is calling people out. Like, when he went to John yeah. Cena, when John Cena, it was like a couple of Raws ago or whatever. Yeah. When he came up to John Cena, and, he, you know, John Cena's doing his open U.S. Open or whatever. He's wanting yeah. to have people come in. And open challenge. Open challenge. Oh. He's wanting to come in. And all of a sudden, Kevin Owens comes in. And they're talking, and all of a sudden he's like, I've been doing this longer than you have, Cena. Because that was the thing was like, sure, John Cena's been in WWE a while, and of course he's on the main stage and he has that experience, but the actual overall mechanics of actual wrestling and being yeah. in front of crowds and know how to work crowds. Yeah. Kevin Owens, is, Kevin Steen, excuse me, he's his, that's his real name, he's been doing that for years since he was yeah. 14 years old. John Cena didn't even know what wrestling was. John Cena was a guy that was... He was just a bodybuilder. Bodybuilder yeah. that happened to get into the business. Like, he didn't grow up loving yeah. wrestling like uh, Kevin Owens does. And that was one thing is uh, Kevin Owens, I, I people, and he was receptive too. I was, I was really excited to see that when he came over, people were really receptive to him. And because people, half the crowd hates Cena, half the crowd loves Cena, right? Yeah. Do what you will. The dude knows how to speak on a mic. He sells merch. He's, you know, he, you know, his legacy. And he's an all around good dude. He's a good dude. Yeah. So it's like there's all these memes online where it's like the internet wrestling community hates John Cena, but once John Cena retires, yeah. oh, I love John Cena. John Cena, Cena was, was the, the best. Greatest. I want Cena. Yeah. I want Cena back. You know, I don't know. We can be that way. We can be, you know, because you don't know. People don't realize it. And you and I talked about this a couple yeah. years ago. How how good Cena is at elevating matches. Mm-hmm. Like when I, I still go back to that uh, that Cesaro match he had mm-hmm. a year or two yeah. ago, and when Cesaro was getting that pop. And Cena, I mean, that match was amazing, but Cena really helped elevate that match as well. Oh, yeah. And, like, Cena's really good at working with people, and he helps yeah. push them and, you know, make them look look better. Good, you know, look better and help them, you know, give them confidence. Because, I mean, if you're going to be in the ring with John Cena, you know, that's the quote-unquote top of the company. You yeah. know, that's, A, it shows a lot, of, a lot of respect for the performer, but also McMahon and Triple H and, and Stephanie have you to put have their faith in they you. They have to have faith in you, you know, like, because I think that's great because – 
was it that that mean I put it on internet rest, on the Grapple Maniacs. I put it on there about how Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens has like five grudges all at once. That's yeah, like, old, like school. That's old school, old school heel. You call out five guys at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too, and I liked it. And I, I gotta say, like, I didn't know much about Kevin Owens uh, or Kevin Steen, Kevin Owens now in the WWE. Yeah. I didn't know much about him. I knew once he once he got like when they first signed him to NXT, like. The IWC blew up. Oh, our friend Sean, our friend yeah. Sean's like, dude. He's like, dude. You gotta know. You know who Kevin big. Steen is? Yeah. That dude is legit. You yeah. you gotta check this guy out. And I'm yeah. like, all right, because I'm pre- I can't act like I knew who he was either. Yeah, so and I all of no a sudden, and he's like, was. dude, this guy's gonna be something. And and this was like a year ago when we yeah. were talking about like one of our pay per views. He was on when uh, Sean was on talking about this guy. And yeah. Like all right, and then of course you mentioned uh, Edge had a T-shirt on, right? Yeah, Edge. Had uh, he wanted to have a Kevin Owens shirt on, right. but they were sold out at the merch right. table. So instead, he had like a, I think it was a Sami Zayn shirt or something. He had another NXT yeah. guy, but on. he wanted the Owens yeah. one, which and is a huge deal. It. He said, "My boy Owens is doing so good, I couldn't even wear a shirt tonight because the merch table was sold out." Yep. And I was like, "Dude, that's awesome!" When yep. a guy like Edge wants to give you his stamp of approval, and I gotta say this: what I like about Kevin Owens is he's a legit family man. Like, if you follow him on Twitter... Oh, I do. And like, he's got pictures yeah. of his kids and his wife. And like his he, wife. And, like, he's a legit family man. But not only is he a family man, he loves the business. Yep. And I think that's what I like. Like, this is a guy who's a student of the game. Like, he's a student yep. of the business. Yep. Like, he knows... And he's confident. Dude, Dude, his balls yeah. are, like, huge. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about, like, when he, when he came into the ring with Cena, you've got to realize how important of a deal that was for him. Because he even said that. And I don't know how much of that was scripted or just yeah. off the cuff. But he goes... The main reason you've been doing this because you got a break before I did, and I was like, "Yes, you yeah. know," because I mean, I because think about it, Kevin Owens isn't the quote unquote prototypical wrestler that Vince McMahon usually brings no, in. No, because he's kind of heavy. He's set a little bit, dude. a little bit chunky. He's got like the a be- big beard. Yeah, like, you might have seen him more if you went circa maybe eighties, nineties. Right. Maybe a guy right. like that would have gotten over and have been something. But now in this era of, I would say, like late nineties, especially the two thousand era, like. And I don't even want to say Vince McMahon. I just want to say the wrestling community in general. Right. Like, think about your big-name stars. Most of them are guys that are bigger, built, muscular, like bodybuilding-type guys. Ahmed Johnson and all those people. Yeah. Are, are, you know, uh, like Edge, and and you think even Christian, even a skinnier guy that might not be super crazy ripped, but has still got a definition and a figure. Like. That's why I'm kind of loving this. This I'm calling it the Fat Man Renaissance because like yeah. Samoa Joe yep. and Kevin Owens now are in, and they're heavier set guys. You know, well even let's look at Rusev. I mean, yeah, the dude's Rusev's, he's yeah, a little bit he, on the bigger side. He's a bigger side. He's not yeah. super muscular. Now, don't get me wrong. He's compact. Right. He's not. He's got more of that. Yeah. Uh, the world's strongest man body. He doesn't yeah, have yeah, the yeah. Uh, bodybuilder type. Yeah. Like the dude's probably strong as hell, but like yeah, I don't he doesn't get in a back. I don't like, know, but he's not. He doesn't have that quote unquote like bodybuilder physique. You know, like you look at, uh, you know, like as an. Um, Ahmed Johnson and you you remember remember Chris Masters back when he was on oh, like the he was masterpiece and he had the master yeah. lock yeah. yeah that did I mean they, like that's what Vince McMahon wanted he wanted and even Triple H even Triple H you know when you watch that amazing documentary yeah. that he did he he grew up wanting to be a bodybuilder like he yeah. he wanted to be as big as he can yeah. and, you know I don't know like that I I like the fact that you know we're getting more people are getting more of an opportunity to come in and, and yeah. I think. And I like that now we're starting to see people of, like, all shapes and sizes. And I don't want this to be any kind of body shaming or anything like that. But, like, uh, circa five, ten years ago, a guy Daniel Bryan's size never would have won a title. Nope. Like, it wouldn't have happened. But now, like, they're really changing things up. And they're really changing things. And I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, some of the things that are happening in WWE. I think they're trying to make make a turn. Well, speaking of making a turn, uh, we will be back at the Happy Hour with Johnny Deuce. We're going to take a small break. And we're back with the Happy Hour Johnny and Deuce. So since we're talking on wrestling, I say let's keep the theme going. Mm-hmm. Uh, it dropped today that Destination America, which is home to TNA Impact Wrestling, has gotten the rights to 
uh, broadcast Ring of Honor Wrestling. Now, here's the deal, because I actually read up on this, Johnny, in case yeah, I don't know if you did or not. Uh, Sinclair Broadcasting, which owns a handful of stations across the United States, uh, they air on the weekends Ring of Honor Wrestling, because our local WTTA 38 in Tampa is a Sinclair station, and they uh, you know, broadcast the Ring of Honor on the weekends. Well, they get the first run. They get, they're getting to show it like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then Destination America can replay that exact same episode on Wednesday. So they're actually about three or four days old from Wednesday Claire broadcasting. But still, that's a big deal. And here's the other problem. Uh, nobody in TNA know this was happening. Nope. Like, they dropped the information, and I think what's hilarious is one of the biggest named guys in TNA right now, MVP, as soon as uh, the Twitter thing went out about that, he said... Uh, hit me up at this email address for booking. So I was like, dude already was saying, hey, if you want to book me for your indie show, hit me up. And I'm like, really? Yeah. So I just, man, and, and just, mind. And just to clarify, it'll be starting, there'll be the lead in to Impact, our TNA wrestling. Oh, okay. So that's what the structure of the deal is currently now. When that, when that changed, I don't know, but I'm reading the notes right now. Yeah. Uh, it said that June 3rd, um, Ring of Honor will be a weekly program that will run at 8 p.m. on Wednesday and will serve as yeah. a direct lead-in to Impact Wrestling, better known as Well, TNA. see, that's the thing. Like, Ring of Honor is only an hour. Like, yep. the, the show they air now is only one hour once a week. Uh, but uh, have you watched any Ring of Honor, Johnny? Not for a while. I used it's to. It's really, back in really the day, good. Back yeah. in the day, I used to. Uh, back when Daniel Bryan and all them were on it, I, yeah. Dean Ambrose, and I used to watch back in those days. Yeah, I mean, it, there's really good stuff, and they've still got a lot of good wrestlers. And to be honest with you, a lot of the TNA guys jumped ship and went to Ring of Honor. Like, AJ Styles is in Ring of Honor now. Uh, Jay Lethal is in Ring of Honor now. Uh, one of my favorite tag teams of Daniel Kazarian. And, uh, oh, I'm going to forget his tag team partner now. Um, but anyway, they left TNA and then went over there. Uh, I think they're called, like, Bad Consequences or Bad Decisions or something. I don't know. But I love those two well, guys. Well, it's still David Metzer, you know, of, of the, you know, we know who Dave Metzer yeah. is. But he was saying, you know, that it, Destination America still isn't sure if they're going to renew the contract at the end of September for Impact Wrestling. No. So that's the thing. that The writing could be on the wall for the, for them. We don't know. Well, our, you got to look at this two ways. Destination America probably got because basically what they're airing is a rerun of what Sinclair's already broadcasting. So they probably got it super cheap. Right. Pennies on the dollar, if you will. Allegedly. 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 Uh, that's a shot. Take a shot at home if you're. This yeah. is something that Marcus uh, Cleveland was saying. He's like, you guys have phrases that things you say all the time. So whenever Deuce and Johnny say allegedly, because you guys never say it once, you always repeat it. So it's like, that's when you take a shot. It's like, <laughs> so it's the happy it's, hour. Yeah, yeah. It makes it's sense. The it's happy the happy hour. hour. Yeah. You guys will, so you ever take a shot, three shots for saying yeah, allegedly, yeah. or four our, shots. Or three sips. I, I, three sips. We say allegedly a lot. That's true. So maybe some sips. To, maybe yeah. sips of a beer. I don't know. Yeah, so let's take a sip right now for allegedly, everyone. Yeah. But I think it's more like a shot in the arm because, like, look, we can use this as a lead-up. It's not costing us anything. It's going to do one of two things. Either, A, it's going to light a fire under TNA's ass and get them to get their shit together, or, B, they last a couple more months, and then we say, sorry, guys. Um, the other thing, too, is I know uh, Dixie Carter is trying to get this reality show off the ground with her running TNA. So, because TNA even said if we lose the, uh, allegedly... If we lose the contract with Destination America, if Dixie Carter can get this reality show, we'll still have enough juice to keep, you know, impact going. Well, here's the thing that's funny. You know, you, you look back in history of, of what Ring of Honor has spawned. I mean, yeah. it, it, it spawned, excuse me. You look back and see what Ring of Honor has spawned. It spawned some amazing ta talent. Yeah. You know, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, uh, Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens, who Kevin Steen at the time, yeah. uh, Tyler Black, who is now Seth Rollins. Like, yeah. there's uh, there's a lot of, and of course Samoa Joe. Like, yeah. there's a lot of amazing like talent that's come from Ring of Honor. Yeah. You know, and it's like the, here's one of the thing about the NXT deal that a lot of people haven't been talked to, talked about is that the Samoa Joe's contract does not exclude uh, Ring of Honor bookings. So that means he could still appear on Ring of Honor on yeah. Destination America, and he could be on WWE Network, which is crazy. Good for him. I will say this, uh, it, which awesome for him. I think that's just his contract. I don't think anybody can do that. I think that's just the way he worked out his contract. Um, and also, I, I, I don't blame Samoa Joe. I mean, he needs to go all in with NXT. Don't get me wrong. He needs to give it his 110% bet shot. 
But I could see him being like, look, I don't know how things are going to work with me and you guys, so I don't want to burn any bridges over here because I got to work. I got to feed my family. You know what I mean? So I'm hoping, you know, knock on wood, everything's going to go good. And to be honest with you, I like Samoa Joe. I've been a Samoa Joe fan since, you know, TNA because, you know, I, I used to go all the time to the TNA tapings with – Brian and Corey and all them and Jason, we'd all go up to the TNA tapings up at Universal and watch them. Heck, we'd even go because they tape the pay per views there too. We go watch the pay per views. Uh, heck, we even took uh, me, I took my mom and my dad and my nephews up to TNA to watch it one time. Um, so you know, I was a huge TNA mark for a while, but and I love Samoa Joe, so I hope he does great. But I'm just I'm scared for TNA because I think the writing's on the wall. And I'll tell you what. Samoa Joe needs to put all of his eggs in the WWE basket, in my opinion. Because, I mean, that's that's the mecca. Like, that's, as a professional wrestler, you want to end your career in WWE. Yep. So, if I was him, I'd put all my eggs in that basket and just go as hard as I can. Well, I mean, it's funny, you know, you and I were talking about this before about you know, tag teams and yeah. how tag team divisions kind of shaky. It's been shaky for years. Yeah. And I, I love the resurgence. Of, you know, the New Day is hilarious because they're a heel now. Yeah. Like, and they're they're really, you know, it's really funny, you know, what they're doing with the crowd. And the, oh, yeah. It's really, you know, I, I like it actually a lot. And they've embraced it because at first you could tell on their faces they were being legit, like, faces. They're like, yeah. And then, they're and trying then, to be good guys. Trying to be good guys. And, and the crowd was like, no. no. And all of a sudden the whole New Day sucks of the claps. And they were like, Immediately they they switched, like there's a there's a like a switch that flipped, uh, and they were like, all right, let's take this and run with it. And, yeah. they've, and they've done really well. I mean, the paper the payback pay per view was huge for them because like oh, yeah. they got such a big pop. You know, oh, it, yeah. I was just saying, if if people don't care about you, they don't boo or nothing. They're yeah. quiet. Like if you're quiet, that's bad. But in yeah. fact, they they want to hate you. That means there's they're giving energy yeah. to hate you. That means you're relevant. You know, yeah. so like the fact that they're taking it, and of course. I love, I love, love. One of the things from Payback that I really loved was that match. Um, and Tyson, Kidd, and Sorrow, dude, they make an amazing team. They do. They flow perfectly. They, they have and flow. They have, they work really well. They're both, you know, really physically fit, and they're both fast and they're strong. And Natalia, I think, adds she's a lot awesome. To that she's too, an awesome. Yeah. Like her persona and like her character, her energy she gives off is awesome. And I feel like it's an awesome. I haven't seen a tag team with a quote unquote manager, although Natalia, you're amazing in the ring. Uh, I I feel like you know having that through the trio that trifecta, yeah. I would love to see like like a legit like mixed tag team match with you know with yeah. her in it because I think it would be awesome to watch because I mean let's be straight up yeah. honest Natalia can kick every female's ass not even with with the she one arm behind her back the men's, men's ass. ass yeah she is awesome we love Natalia we've been a fan of hers for years uh, and you're awesome Natty you're awesome um, we love you um, and uh, so it's like I love that trio I think it's great they give off this big moxie like the they, like they, their shit don't stink. They're like they're awesome, and they yeah. come in with this moxie and this swagger. I love it, you know. And uh, they show it in the ring, and it's great. And I, I love that. And I don't think anyone else tag team wise is really yeah. impressing me that much. Do you? Like, what's your thoughts no, on tag team division? Like, I don't know. It's kind of a, a shit show, for lack of a better word, because like I, I like Cesaro and I like Tyson Kidd. New Day is I. Uh, they're doing better, and I'm liking them more and more. Um, uh, you've got the the Lucha Dragon guys that just came up from NXT, and I'm trying to give them a little bit of time because so far I'm not like crazy impressed, but I don't want to just write them off. Um, then you've got uh, the the oh gosh, it's not the Lucha Dragon, it's the two uh, uh, the two Bull Rider guys, and they're not Bull Riders. The Los Matadores. There we go. Los Matadores, and the greatest thing about them is the little person that comes out with them, um, you know, El Torito, and it's like, if that is the best thing about your tag team, you're fucking up, so, you know, they're not doing good, because I was looking at all the tag teams in this tag team elimination match, and I'm yeah. like, all these teams suck, because it was like Ascension, boo, uh, <laughs> Cesaro Kid, awesome, New Day, awesome, then it was Lucha Dragon, which I'm still giving them a minute, then it was... um. Los Matadores, I'm like, I don't give a shit, and I think I'm missing one. I, it doesn't matter. Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, yeah, it really doesn't matter. Like, I, I should be honest with you, I was hoping that maybe one of the teams would get hurt and they'd bring back uh, ba- 
badass Billy Gunn Road Dog. <laughs> like, do a DX I remember, it's so funny how how they came back for a while and they actually they won the tag team. They got the one the tag team titles. And That's they got a five-time, the six-time yeah. tag team champions of the world. But, like, they got such a big pop. And, like, because back then, wrestling, and that was only, like, six, eight months ago. That wasn't that long ago. Like, wrestling was still interesting. Like, we were still having, like, every pay-per-view, everybody come over to the house, we'd hang out, we'd cook. Um, and like I remember, like Nate. Nate was like, "Oh man, they're back!" And I'm like, "Yeah, not only that, they got the fucking tag team belts." And he's like, "No shit!" And I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, no <laughs> shit." So like people that hadn't been interested in like my buddy Wood, I was like, "Hey, just FYI, Road Dog and, and Jesse James came back." And he's like, "Wood, they do a run in?" I said, "No, they're tag team champions." And he's like, "What the fuck, the tag team champions?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you need to watch Raw." Yeah. And he like he watched Raw for a couple weeks. It here. brought back. I think it, I think one of the main things you hit the nail on the head was I think it was it Raw old school fans back. Well, Raw was it Raw fifteen the fifteenth that was it the no it was like the twenty. 20th in, it was a big no 15th. the 200th episode 200th it, episode or, I don't remember I don't know. but it was something big it was one of the it was either the 15th or the tw- or the 200th episode 2000 or 2000th episode or whatever yeah it was, it was something but big, they, they had like the DX, DX came back and all that it, it, it had, had people back. turning the channels you know like hey because I think what they want to do is they do realize since the PG era, not everyone from the Attitude Era has been watching. They've kind of dropped they off. They left. They did. And a lot of them have not only left, but have migrated over to MMA. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the MMA, the UFC stuff. Yeah. Uh, and so it's like kind of giving people kind of a reason that we're Attitude fans to go back, you know, yeah. and check out the product. Um, I think that's one thing that people really like about NXT, to bring NXT back in the limelight, is that, you know, it's about wrestling, and people yeah. really enjoyed that. And, uh, you know, We'll see where NXT goes. I mean, it it could even because I personally I think they could grow. I think they could make it two hours. They could really start. You know, it's on the network, so they're yeah. not really having to pay much. So it's like it's straight profit for them for doing the NXT. Well, I think if if WWE is smart because they just negotiated their new deal with Raw and SmackDown with the NBC network, Universal. Yeah, and also I want to say it's next year. Uh, SmackDown is moving from sci-fi to USA, USA yep. because USA kind of wants to get more in the sports market and then just have a handful of TV, like, real scripted shows. And then mostly they're just going to keep doing what they're doing, which is running repeats of movies on the weekends. Sell it as a two-hour show to USA. Be like, look, we'll let you have NXT first run on USA and... And you could even say we'll, we'll do it on a Friday or Saturday night, a night that doesn't get a lot of ratings. Or anyway. Sunday night heat, <laughs> like yeah, a Sunday do night like heat Sunday deal. Night heat. That'd be yeah. awesome, dude. I Just love that. It. Like yeah. because look, it's a live program. Or well, not a live. It's it'll a be tape. taped, it'll be taped. But still, it's a new program, and it'll bring viewers. Because here's the thing, and I tried to explain this to people all the time. Because uh, I go on a, a site I love, Io9. Uh, I love them a lot. A lot of uh, friends over there on, on the message boards. Good, good site. Um, whenever Sci-Fi does anything, they bitch and they moan about, oh, it's the wrestling channel, it's the wrestling channel, blah, 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 blah. Now, this was before they moved to Thursday. I said, look, when is wrestling on? It's on Friday nights. Most people are out anyway because it's Friday night. Young people, the people that advertisers want their money, young people, they're out. So who cares? That show is helping pay for Defiance. It's helping pay for Haven. It's helping pay for the shows you like watching. You know, yes, it might not be your t- cup of tea. Well, you know what? Your TV's got a little thing on it called a knob. You ought to turn it every once in a while. Go to I don't think else. knobs exist anymore. They don't? No. <laughs> well, anyway. But, you know, you just change the channel, man. Yeah. Like, if you don't dig well, it, watch well, something here's else. My, here's but. a question I, I pose to you. When is it, when will it happen that SmackDown is live Tuesdays, like every time. You know, or do you think they should move it to another date and keep it live? You know, because something I, different about a live environment. I do understand why SmackDown's taped, so they can do stuff with it. And well, no, and they they do it because you got to remember, it gives people a break. Well, not even just that. It, the, I, in my opinion, I think the reason they tape it is you got to think like it used to be you would go from like NXT or whatever the minor leagues was to SmackDown, and then you worked your way to Raw. And that was the reason SmackDown was taped, because these were newer guys, they were greener guys, so at least if they flubbed something, they could edit it. And also, it's all know? continuous. Like, that was yeah. one thing that you were saying. It's like, you don't have to worry yep. about commercial breaks and stuff. Like, you could just continue yep. a match going on or whatever. And see, that was the funny thing, because I, I don't know if you remember this, but when they were having uh, ECW was on Sci-Fi on Tuesday nights, right. 
I went to uh, with the girl I was seeing at the time two or three times to SmackDown tapings and like the first 30, 45 minutes to be SmackDown and then they would tape all ECW and then they would go back to taping SmackDown because they had to take that hour of ECW, edit it really, really quick and then shoot it out because it was airing that night. Wow. So like literally you would watch like a couple of uh, matches of SmackDown, then you'd watch all ECW, then right. you'd watch more SmackDown. So it was really, really. Are they still doing? You know, I, and I I should know this, but I don't. Yeah. Are they still doing superstars and and all that? Yeah. Main event? Uh, when you go to Raw before they tape superstars before Raw and, and main then event before SmackDown, before SmackDown, it's uh, it's main event. I don't watch any of yeah. those. I'm gonna be straight up honest. Yeah. I, I, I should be, but I yeah. I'm not. And I yeah. hear that's another experimental program. Like, doing well, see, that was the thing because I remember like it was a big deal. Like superstars was on like. WGN or something like that, and that was a big deal. Yeah, and then that that kind of faded off. Yeah, and one and was on. Uh, what was it? Uh, one. It was like the the knockoff Jesus Channel. Yeah, they show, <laughs> I don't know because uh, yeah. they show like all like the it was like, like WTOG or something. I yeah, don't know. No, it was uh, it was something. Like, you're close, but yeah, it, yeah, it was something like that. It was like uh, it was weird. It's uh, like I, I Ion. That's Ion. What, Ion. That's what was, yeah, because yeah. they always show. And like, I remember the really when I had shit. it, I didn't have HD version, so it was just like shitty quality. It was all yeah. standard definition. I'm like, oh. well, they sh- they show like a lot of more. I don't want to say religious. They call it the uplifting channel. So they right. try and put more like good, wholesome stuff on there, which is good for them. You know, people want to watch stuff like that, which I don't know why Criminal Minds is on the uplifting channel. That's true. That doesn't make me very uplifted, but, uh, you know. Makes me paranoid. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, So, you know... uh, I don't know, but, but I, I don't watch. I don't watch. I don't, I don't, I don't watch either. main event or, or superstars. I don't even know if main event is still on there. If it's I, it is because I go to Hulu Plus and oh, it still you? shows that they're on. Oh, that and, they're uh, on Ion. Yeah, well, but that's I don't, good, I guess. Yeah. Oh no, no, not on Ion, but on Hulu Plus. I don't know what they're mm-hmm. on. If it's just on the. Dude, see, that's interesting, and, and I should check this out. We should do our homework yeah, on this. Should, yeah, this might be a, a a homework episode because yeah, um. I don't know, and see that's the thing. Like, uh, I don't know if main event if you can watch main event on your WWE Network account, because um, I know you can watch NXT, but you can't watch SmackDown and you can't watch Raw. And I've heard part of that is to do with not just uh, it being on USA, but the reason you can't watch like the next day Raw on your WWE Network is because of the deal with Hulu. It look, according to what I'm reading online, main yeah. event's still being broadcast on Ion at 8 o'clock on Wednesdays. Oh, so, okay. So it's still going. So that's, that's cool. And plus, you got to think, like, to be honest with you, Ion only runs reruns. Like, I've never seen on Ion, like, a brand new it's show. syndicated. It's mostly syndicated shows, so think about it. That's a brand new show to them. They get one hour of original programming a week, and... Hardcore wrestling fans are going to watch wrestling. Yep. Like, if it's on Wednesday night, they'll watch it. Like, if it's on Thursday, they'll watch it. So, because that's what I will say about wrestling. It's got a very dedicated fan base. And if you can go to an advertiser and be like, look, we don't have millions of watchers, but you'll get a good, you know, I don't know. couple hundred thousand. couple hundred thousand, you know, on a Wednesday night. Like, we can guarantee you 750,000 are going to watch. You might be like, you know what? That's a lot better than a Big Bang Theory rerun, or a lot better than right. Criminal Minds rerun, or something. So, I don't know that Big Bang on on TBS, man. Yeah, yeah that, very funny, very funny. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I kind of the reason why I wanted to talk about this was because it's like I remember back in the day, and we've talked about this before, but I remember back in the day when you could watch wrestling almost every single day. Oh week. yeah, that was gl- that was the glory days. It was like when we were in high school because yep. you had Raw on Monday. You had there was something on Tuesday. I don't remember I can't Tuesday. Remember. Uh, but Wednesday, no, Thursday was well, SmackDown. Yeah, and Thunder, WCW and Thunder. Thunder. They went back-to-back, back, and then I remember Saturday night was Shotgun, Shotgun Saturday, Saturday night, night, which was WWE. Sunday Night Heat. Sunday Night Heat, yeah. Yeah, and it's they, almost every day. Oh, Ring of Honor, I think, was one, was on, and ECW as well. Like, yeah, you could watch ECW those. was on. ECW was the one that was always really hard for me because I— It was like at yeah. 1 o'clock in the morning or something? It was so? 1 o'clock yeah. in the morning, and it was on uh, the Sunshine Network. Yep, I remember. Which was sports. Yep. So, like, it was at 1 in the morning because I remember what I would do. I would do one of two things. I, I would always tape it. Right. Uh, but also, usually nine times out of ten, I would stay up, like, really late Saturday night anyway watching Saturday Night Live. And then once Saturday Night Live was over, I'd flip over and I'd watch ECW. Yeah. And if for some reason I fell asleep or I was tired or whatever, then I would just watch it tape the next day after church. I would, like, watch it. And it was funny because, like, for a while there, my dad kind of got into ECW because he's like, 
it's really good stuff. A little violent, but really good stuff. Yeah. Like because he really enjoyed. I love the, the ECW pay per views. The pay per views for ECW were insane. That's why to this day, my dad hates Paul Heyman. <laughs> like my dad has a straight up like hate boner for Paul Heyman. Like anytime he sees Paul Heyman, he's like, oh, "What's that smug son of a bitch doing?" <laughs> it's like you know he but, just can't stand the guy. Well, and the thing is, I mean, think about Paul Heyman. He had that amazing special, by the way, which is awesome. If yeah, you guys have not checked it out. My name is Paul Heyman. Yeah, which also, by the way, coming up pretty soon. Uh, he is doing the Stone Cold podcast after all. Oh my God, I can't wait! That I that's can't gonna, wait for because a, that's gonna be Stone raw. Cold is asking the right questions when he's interviewing people. Like he's yeah. going up straight up. When he told McMahon, hey, you, you dropped the ball on the Cesaro deal, I'm yeah. like, yes, he did. And yeah. I'm like, thank you, Stone Cold. Yeah. And he's like, hey, what's up with CM Punk? And, like, and then he asked Stone Cold. Uh, he asked, uh, and I liked his interview. I liked uh I liked his I liked his interview with uh, Triple H because Triple H was a little more off the cuff. You know, he like he was talking more, giving out a little more yeah. details. I kind of like that, you know, because um, I, I think Triple H gets it, man. He does get it. And here's the thing, and I, I think probably only within maybe the last three or four months, at least in my brain, has it clicked. Vince McMahon is a die-in-the-wool, old-school wrestling guy. Like, he's always going to keep up kayfabe. Like, he'll, till he dies, he's going to yep. keep up kayfabe. Always. Triple H. Okay, for the people just joining us, what's kayfabe? Okay, your, kayfabe ex- is basically the behind-the-scenes, behind-the-curtain, like the old school. Because basically, now you're, you're, we're throwing this in the way, way back. I'm talking about the early 1900s when... Pro wrestling was basically a sideshow attraction yeah. when the traveling circus would come to town. Yep. They had a special language that they spoke with each other, the wrestlers. Um, and then what they would call, not the language they spoke to each other, but more like the behind the scenes going on, they called it kayfabe. Like if two guys hated each other, they had to hate each other in real life. Like if they went out somewhere... They would have to hate each other and you know yell at each other in public, and you had to you had to keep it up all the time. It had to you be were real acting. You had to 24/7. you had to keep your brand. You had to keep yeah. your character the heat on, so people if they'd see you like they would think it's real life. Yeah, you know. Um, and he's just always gonna kind of be that way, where he's always gonna keep up the illusion. But I think Triple H has gotten to the point where he's like, look, the wrestling fan is now in the age of technology. They're in the age of spoilers. They're in this. Sh- the age of online dirt sheets. There is nothing we can do that we can keep quiet. So just embrace it. So I think, like, if Stone Cold asks him a question, he's going to give him a legitimate answer. Because, A, he's rich enough he doesn't give a shit. And, two, I don't think he cares. I think he's, like, the fans would rather know the truth and get, like, the real deep, the real deep, parts of this story than just the the bullshit. Well, you know, actually Triple H was part of the kayfabe moment because remember when he um oh, that kid that was crying or whatever? Oh, oh no, when he was crying, oh, yeah, remember yeah, and he yeah. came up and gave the kid a hug cuz yeah. you know. And, and he gave him like a couple free yeah, t-shirts too. Yeah. So it's like and then another, another time where uh when when um Rick Flair was retiring yeah. and, and Undertaker was in tears like practically in tears. Yeah. Like that's I know. was there that night actually. Oh, the, were you really? Yeah, because it was the night after they had WrestleMania was in Orlando that year, and that was Ric Flair's last match. I had tickets to Raw the next night, and it actually worked out good because one of the guys I was working with, uh, his dad was going to take him, his girlfriend, and, like, one other buddy, and his dad was like, look, you really like wrestling? Do you want my ticket? I will give it to you for free if you'll just drive him up there and back. And I'm like, done. So we went, and I've actually got it. It's framed in my office, that ticket, because that was – uh, Ric Flair's retirement night, and that's when Undertaker came out, and he was he was like crying. Oh, you like, dude, the dude he tried was, his best. To he say, tried to like, hold oh, it in, but he was but like he couldn't do yep. it. Like, I, and he got out of there really. Oh, quick. another, another, and now, now I'm getting all these ideas uh, yeah. about where kayfabe is unbroken because yeah. I think it's interesting because another time was back when ECW One Night Stand. There was a time when JBL got a legit fight with the Blue Meanie. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah, yeah. Like he busted his face, and he yeah. he had an interview later on. He goes, "No, I we we had live we have live rounds. Like we were hitting each other like for legit." For, yeah. for real, like yeah. I, that dude pissed me off, and I punched him in the fucking face. Yeah, and, like, and then we just started going. At yeah, each and then, other, and then for the, real. there was shots. Like I, I remember uh, going online the next day and seeing like uh, like his nose was broken, oh, like yeah. bl- two black eyes, and like it was it was insane. You know, like I don't, there's so many different ways. Uh, I remember one time, uh, what was it back in? Uh, I'm trying to remember back in '96. It was like WrestleMania four. Was it 14? 
Shawn Michaels was was pissed off at the crowd when someone threw a battery on at his head. Remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah, and he he got super mad and super angry. And this, you know, I don't know. Like I I get like people. There's gonna you get you snap sometimes. Like you, you yeah. it's so hard like to try to keep that straight face that that yeah, character. All the time. You know, and it I don't know. Some sometimes it happens. I mean, I don't know, I. I I, some people still don't didn't like the fact that Triple H broke kayfabe for that kid, but like, yeah, I, I thought know. that was the coolest thing ever. Cause like he, just so you guys at home who may not be huge wrestling fans or know what happened, Triple H was sitting in the desk with Cole and Jr. and there was a kid behind him, and he started making fun of the kid or whatever, and the kid like legitimately got upset and like got his feelings hurt and started crying. So as soon as they went to commercial and he knew they were at commercial, he turned around and he gave the kid a big hug. And he gave, like, his whole family free T-shirts and stuff. He's like, what's your favorite wrestler? What's your dad's favorite wrestler? And he had somebody go to the merch table and get him, like, shirts and bring them down. So they got free shirts and everything. And even, like, right before they came back from the commercial break, he's like, hey, I'm going to have to be mean to you again, but I'm just playing, buddy. I'm just playing. And, like, they went back, and he went to, like, picking on the kid again. But, like, he was, like, a really cool dude. And I'm like, that was awesome. Like, he didn't have to. Also, on top of that, not just the free T-shirts, allegedly – Drink, take a take shot. A shot. <laughs> uh, he took the whole family backstage afterwards, so they could like oh, meet really? the wrestlers. Nice. Yeah, so I well, mean, also remember the time where remember that awesome gimmick where McMahon got in the limousine and it blew up. Brian, we're talking to you. Yep, because he texted all of us. He's like, "This man's dead." Yeah, and we're like. No, dude. It looked it, good, it, though. No, like, no, like I, he it legit, looked, Brian it, thought he was dead. It like, looked good, Brian though. Brian was, like, going to, like, go up it to looked good, though. for the and there was a, And what yeah. got me was that part where he, he steps in and his foot goes back out again yeah. for the second time. Yeah. We're like, okay, there's a switch. Yeah. Some guy with the same pant leg or whatever. Yeah. But, like, he had to come back. He had to come out and say everyone. Cause that was because of 9-11. 9-11 happened, yeah. like, two weeks later, and he had yeah. to come out and he said, hey, you know, by the way, guys, I'm alive. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, and that was awkward, though, because, like, he loved the gimmick and the crowd. People were talking about it like it was on uh was espn everyone's yeah, yeah. talking about it. i was like holy crap you know no one knew Brian what happened legit thought he was dead like i think legit it Brian good, was trying though, to figure dude. out how to get up to connecticut for the funeral like he was like that legit like he's dead man he's it, no he's dead well, this is back when they were and then of course you go ahead and talk about the curtain call oh the curtain call yeah Madison like, square garden yeah that was a big deal because uh the click was kevin nash uh scott hall triple h and Shawn Michaels yep. and, and X-Pac to some yep. degree. Yep. Um, well, basically, it was uh, Kevin Nash's and Scott Hall's last night in, in WWF. From the Triple H documentary, Vince McMahon said it was okay. Like, he gave them the blessing to do it. So all four of them went out there. They all hugged each other. They all four stood in the ring post together and kind of waved at everybody, told everybody goodbye. And they had a nice little moment together because yep. they're four best friends and two of them are leaving to another company. It should have gone okay, but all the guys, especially the older guys in the back, were like, no, this is not fly. So Vince McMahon pulled Triple H in the office, and he said, like, look, I can't do anything to Sean because he's the heavyweight champion. You know, Scott Hall and Kevin Ash can't do anything, too, because they left. So you're going to be my whipping boy for a little while, and you're going to have to learn how to eat shit and like the taste of it. Yep. And he did for a long time. He was like jobber to the stars for a long-ass time. But he yeah. learned his craft that way, in my opinion. Like, he just really learned how to go out every night and work as hard as he could and really just do awesome. And, of course, the infamous Montreal Screwjob was oh, probably yeah. the most famous uh, break. Kayfabe break, yep. yeah. I mean, and, of course, you know, Bret Hart's – they've made up or whatever. They have been did that, and he's been on television several times since then. But, like, that was a moment in history where you didn't really know. Like, you were like, what yeah. just happened? Yeah, it could have gone like, either way. Like, he spit. I remember. I remember. I, I watched the pay review, and this is when back when I wasn't able to buy pay per views very often, so it was yeah. a very big deal for me. I didn't. I wasn't able to watch. Uh, my parents couldn't buy pay per views yeah. for me all the time, so it was very rare that I got to watch pay per views. And I remember watching that, and I'm like, "What just happened?" And I, I remember at the time I didn't have a. This is back when you didn't have cell phones and stuff or the internet, so you were like, yeah. "You didn't know what was happening. Yeah. What was legit?" And, yeah. and I was like, "And my dad goes, that dude. He just spit in his face." And I go, "Yeah." I think he's really bad, and my dad goes, "No, nah, that's probably a work or whatever." And I'm like, "I don't know. Oh, he looked man, pretty he looked legit." Let me find out later on. It's like it was real. Like he, he yeah, you know, <laughs> that famous line. 
Brett screwed Brett. Brett I was yeah. like, oh my god, and McMahon. Like that was that's where I truly believe that's where the McMahon character really developed. Like there, because oh, yeah. like, I think that, that he was embraced like it the, after the, that. Yeah, because people were that, really yeah. mad at Vince yeah. McMahon, like legit mad. And you I, know, think I was he upset. Figured out at that point he could become a legit character. Because I, yeah. I I was a huge Bret Hart mark growing up because I, I and i'm still to this day i, I love like good in-ring technical wrestling and that's why oh, i yeah. love daniel bryan so much it's like and i love uh uh you know chris benoit you know back in the day you know yeah. before all the yeah, ew, craziness the yeah. craziness oh uh, he was a good you know legit wrestler and that's why i love nxt so much because nxt is like it's all about the wrestling and i just yeah. really appreciate that so it's like you know that montreal screwjob really kind of is a paradigm shift in the business in my opinion oh yeah like because now, you know, you have Google and you have your cell phones. You can search. And there's the quote-unquote smart marks. We've talked about this before. And, you know, you have the internet wrestling community. Yeah. And, you know, you have Grapple Maniacs. And you have all our friends there, you know, talking about, you know, what we want to talk about and our opinions on stuff. And immediately reviewing shows and saying, hey, did you see this? Did you catch that? Yeah. With, with internet, you, you could see stuff all the time and that yeah. you wouldn't normally know weeks from now. Like, yeah. I didn't know that the guy from NXT, the, the, the guy, I forget his name, uh, who got hurt, shoulder injury, that was legit. Yeah. Like I said, I thought that was just some sort of stick or I whatever. did, too, especially because, like, because oh, I watched the NXT Unstoppable, and it was, like, right at the beginning, uh, you see uh, the there's two tag team guys that have kind of got this, like, Jersey Shore gimmick going, who are really good. I actually really like the two of them, because uh, you can't teach that. And uh, they were going out of the car, and they, they you saw that this guy got hit, and they're hit running Hideo Tommy. To Sorry, yeah. I was trying to remember what his name. I had to Google it. They ran up to him, and they're like, "You okay? You okay?" He's like, "Oh, call an ambulance." And Kevin Steen walks by, and he's like, "Sucks to be you." Yep. <laughs> and he thought I don't even know if he, it sounded like he was like it was a part of a you know. I don't know, like, because the like Kevin- it didn't even seem real. It, like it sounded like legitimately Kevin Owens was walking by. They're like. Hey, your opponent for tonight's hurt. He's like, sucks to be him. <laughs> because the way they came across was like, you know, we've heard this before. Something happens. Yeah. Oh, this person got in a fight. This person's injured. Yeah. But they said a fan came out and attacked him in the parking lot and all that. And you look at the video, and it looks super, like, fake. Brady. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, this is like, nah. nah. And then you find out later, and you go online, and you see the stitches in his shoulder got repaired. Oh, he, He's out. He, wait a minute. Time out. He legitimately got beat up by a yes. fan? Yeah, and he and he got uh, le- he had he had his shoulder stitched up. They had everything no like that. Way. He's out six, eight months, dude. Like no, legit, legit. Yeah, like, what happened to the, the he fan got attacked? The I don't know what happened, but someone hit him and he's out. Like it's insane. Did Triple H pay him off? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Did Triple H allegedly pay him off? He allegedly, allegedly, Take a shot. allegedly. But uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I liked him because you know he 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 was the one doing the GTS, so it's like that was a yeah. big deal. It's like when you know CM Punk and him had some heat, you know, on uh, Twitter. I remember. Yeah, they had some. Hit what? Him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe CM Punk did it. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Take a shot. Allegedly. Take, take a, a shot. shot. Uh, you know who did it? I did it for The Rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Rikishi. It was a Rikishi running. No, half the audience got that reference. Oh, my god. Everybody at Grapple Maniacs got that. If not, you need to leave Grapple Maniacs now. If you did not get the I did it for, for The, the rock, rock reference. Yeah, that's the best thing. Deuce. We had an awesome hour of talking about our one of our favorite things is pro wrestling. You've yeah, been man. watching it forever back when, you know, my dad would take me to the the Edigram Sports Complex here in Florida, and I, me- I don't even remember it actually. I was really young, but I remember he's telling me about it, and we go and see matches and, and all that. And like he he's the one that kind of my dad's the one that kind of really showed me the ropes, so to speak. Yeah, uh, to use that pun there. Uh, and it was like I I just fell in love as a kid, and I remember it was I'm not gonna lie, Hulk Hogan and 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 Macho Man, all the iconic characters growing up. The the characters really like as a kid, yeah, you're like, oh my resonate. gosh, I, they resonate with you, and you remember them. You know, and that's the thing is, yeah. as a kid, if you can remember someone, and I think that's why John Cena goes over so well with people because he's so memorable. Yeah, and like kids love him, and he's very colorful with his shirts and all that stuff. He's he's you know he's very energetic in the yeah. ring and and whatnot. And so I remember you know watching that even Ultimate Warrior and Ultimate Warrior and Hogan having issues fight, you know, having their feuds and all that. And love watching that stuff, yeah. you know. And so it's like, uh, thanks to my dad, you know, he's he's the one that really got me into pro wrestling. And I remember watching WC, was it WCW Saturday Night or something like that? Yeah, they had a Saturday Night show. Yeah. I want to say it was called like WCW Worldwide or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. It was yeah. like a syndicated <laughs> back show. Back when you yeah. had like you had like uh, this is back when Lance Storm was like he was breaking into the industry or whatever. He was, yeah. he'd been doing the Japan and Mexican wrestling and all yeah. that with Chris Jericho. I remember he's coming in. That's where WCW really started to kind of. 
you know, hey, we're gonna bring in the Lionheart Chris Jericho. We're gonna bring we're gonna bring in you know uh, Glacier and yeah. all these crazy yeah they earthquake. Had, like, you know? Yeah, they had crazy people <laughs> that they'd bring in. Like WCW for a hot minute there got to be almost a sideshow. Yeah, and I'm talking this is like er- late '80s, early '90s because like they would bring people in and you're like. Is this guy? Like, All right, Glacier is fighting earthquake today. I'm like, is. what the heck is this? The Discovery Channel? What's yeah. going on? You well, know? for a while there, they, they, I swear to God, they must have had just like a a big dartboard with names, and you would just throw <laughs> it, and whatever you hit was your name for that week, because it was like. Now comes the flying spatula yeah. versus you know the mega wedgie like well that's where Disco Inferno no got birthed uh, oh yeah yeah Disco Inferno I mean think about it in all yeah. legitimacy now like uh, and also I mean I hate on the guy but like he actually had some legit good matches back when he really got a pop uh, yeah when WCW. when he first started like when he first yeah. started he was so cheesy and over the top yeah. he got a pop which hey much love to you because word on the street you're allegedly the greatest strip club bouncer in all of Vegas. <laughs> Now. It, that's what legit what I heard his job is now he works at like the best strip club in Vegas nice as the head bouncer and I'm like dude Heck yeah. go from Disco Inferno to titties every day it don't get better than that and on that note Deuce uh, thanks for joining us everyone on an, another fun ride with the happy hour and Johnny Deuce Deuce there's several ways people can find us on the internet that there is you can hit us up on the Twitter machine at HH Podcast Show also, you can Facebook, Facebook, yes, Facebook.com forward slash Happy Hour Podcast Show. And the dudes, they can send us a line. They can at hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. Don't forget to send us your questions for the mailbag. Also, any nerd Lila questions you got out Ooh, there, just stereo. Feel, yeah. Feel free to send them to us. And not and when you're hitting us up on the Twitter machine, there's not one, there's not two, but there is Trace ways. There's three hashtags, <laughs> Trace hashtags, if you will, because I failed Spanish. Yeah. Uh, ways you can hit us <laughs> up, and that is hashtag, hashtag HH podcast show. No, hashtag Happy Hour podcast. Hashtag HH podcast show, and hashtag Deuces on the loose. Later. See ya.